Good morning, everybody. This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, where in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to get you excited about investing. Let's jump into it. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. I hope you guys all had a great week thus far. I'm having a great one just because it is very mellow in the investment world. There's not a lot of crazy news happening, uh, not a lot of headlines popping up like they were in the last couple weeks. So very much enjoying the the mellow week myself. Uh, Before we get into the news and what's happening, guys, let's do the quote of the day. And today it's from everybody's favorite investor, Warren Buffett. And Warren says, I will tell you the secret to getting rich on Wall street you try to be greedy when others are fearful and you try to be fearful when others are greedy i'm going to read the i'm going to read the second part again just because it's it took me a couple times to wrap my head around it you try to be greedy when others are fearful and you try to be fearful when others are greedy so obviously those are counterintuitive right because there's herd mentality no matter what if we see millions of people concerned about the stock market we're initially at least initially going to have a you know, a peak in interest and concern. So, uh, wise words from Warren Buffett, try to be contrarian in your investment style and just stick to your plan. Again, that just screams to me, have a plan, stick to it. Uh, okay. Let's jump into the news guys. Uh, nothing really that exciting, but let's cover some of these things anyway. They could be important later on. Global equity markets are mixed as U.S. futures are pointing to a flat to lower open as investors await economic data on unemployment and consumer expenditures, two linchpins of the recovery. Weekly U.S. jobless claims are expected to fall to a pandemic low of 444,000, according to various estimates, while expenditures are expected to rise in recent inflationary pressures. The Dow Jones, which celebrates its 125th birthday yesterday, has risen for four out of the past five days. Woo! As investors continue to buy equities, albeit defensively, the action is backed by meme stocks, which we're going to talk about today, as day traders have pounded out their old favorite GameStop and AMC Entertainment as institutions dared to short them again. Meanwhile, European equity markets are hovering near record highs yet again as investors bet on a strong summer recovery and heavy spending. U.S. investors have been ramping up their purchases of European stocks, especially in the travel and mining sectors of the economy. Year-to-date, European ETFs have seen inflows of $7.6 billion from U.S. investors, according to FactSet. While that's not a massive amount of money, well, $7.6 billion is a massive amount, but you guys get the, comparatively. Uh, while that's not a massive amount of money, it does show that investors are looking for global returns. Uh, okay, so there's a lot there. We're going to talk about the meme stocks. That's going to be the topic of today, just because I'm in love with them. Um yeah, I, I think that Europe is betting on, or that U.S. is betting on people wanting to get out of the U.S. and go to Europe. And uh, with the COVID restrictions sort of being loosened up, especially for those with the vaccine, these travel companies, airlines, cruises, etc., they're going to see an uptick. And, I mean, they've survived somehow. I don't know how they survived, probably with help from outside investors. But they're going to they're gonna see an uptick. So that's exciting. And, and for those of you getting out of the country, good for you. Hope you guys enjoy your trip. Uh, okay, so these are the headlines that I wanted to talk about. The first one, I'm going to start with something exciting. Um, exciting for nerds like me. Nintendo plans to begin assembly of the latest model of its popular Switch console as early as this summer and release the replacement for its four-year-old game console this fall. So that's that's exciting because, well, the PS5 and the Xbox just came out. I think it was 
six, I guess it's not just came out six months ago, but usually they all three release games, Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox at the same time, and Nintendo didn't. I think Nintendo knew that their Switch console was still popular enough to compete with these new uh, with these new releases from PlayStation and Xbox. Now, they don't sell as many, but the fan base to Nintendo is extremely loyal. And so they're able to sort of release the same type of console with very minimal uh, adjustments and people will still purchase it. I'm one of those people, sadly. I, I I just am. I think Nintendo makes the best games. And they're also, they're really party friendly. So unlike the other consoles, Nintendo usually has a game that everybody, if you had eight people come over, they would all want to play. The other two consoles don't really have that, so I think that's probably where I, I go with Nintendo. I just, it's a party pleaser. Um, okay, so good for Nintendo on that, and excited to see them be able to compete with the other two consoles. Um, here we go, another country bans uh, crypto mining. So, Iranian President Hassan Rouhani has ordered a ban on crypto mining for four months as energy-intensive process has caused blackouts across the nation of more than 80 million people i that's got to be taken care of i mean i i can totally see there being extreme volatility in the next couple months with with crypto if they don't get this taken care of because people aren't going to want to they're not going to want to invest or they're not going to want to be responsible for this energy consumption Okay, and NVIDIA, known for making chips for gaming, says that it posted $155 million in revenue from cryptocurrency, or CMP, cards in its first quarter. So, NVIDIA helps, or chips help these crypto miners uh, mine more efficiently. That's really all it is. Uh, let me read this, though. The company expected sales to more than double to $400 million in the current quarter for the new product line. NVIDIA reported record quarterly profit in sales after the market on Wednesday, largely due to sales of the video gaming market. NVIDIA says video gaming remains by far its biggest market. So NVIDIA, I invested in NVIDIA probably when I was, what, 22? Um, and I got out because it was so volatile. But it was right when watching people play video games became a really big deal. I think it was 2017 or 2016. I, I can't remember. Uh, but NVIDIA was sort of like the up-and-coming chip maker for these games. And they were going to make deals with Tencent and all these other companies. And I backed out. I, I was just too. I was too scared. Um, obviously, a bad choice. <laughs> Looking back now, they've done really, really well. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, guys, let's talk about the meme stocks. Okay. So, the big two ones we're going to talk about today are AMC and GameStop. So, I'm just going to read this for you really quickly, and then I'm going to give you guys my opinion. Um, before I do, though, this is this is awesome. This is the everyday typical person saying F you to the man, to the big banks, to the hedge funds who make money off of other people losing money. Remember that. They make money when other people lose money when you short something. Anytime in any deal in the stock market, any deal, anytime, there's a winner and there's a loser because there's a buyer and there's a seller. And so someone's got to be right. Either the buyer's right or the seller's right. So keep that in mind uh, when we're doing this or when we're reading these and we're going over these news articles. So, the meme stock mania is back, and so are the day traders' favorite stocks, as shares of GameStop and AMC Entertainment soared to massive gains for the third straight day. Shares of GameStop hit levels yesterday not seen since March, and AMC is up 95% in May alone. Those stocks and several others are soaring anew just as short interest in them piles up. Short interest is just betting against them. There's interest in shorting them. 
uh, stoking the day trading crowd to drive them even higher. It's the same playbook as we saw earlier this year. A few hedge funds have taken short positions in these stocks, notably GameStop, the poster child of the Reddit Wall Street bets mania of this past winter. At one point on Wednesday, 20% of its entire float was shorted and day traders on the Reddit forum took notice, urging one another to keep buying and attempt to squeeze those institutions who dared to bet against them. We've seen this movie before, so the action sequences may seem more predictable this time around. As short interest rises, day traders pounce on these stocks, which forces short sellers, which are typically hedge funds or large investors, to dump their short positions to avoid getting squeezed. Day traders rejoice in their victory, buy more shares, and encourage others to do so. Then, those sitting on fat profits from their trades eventually want to take their profits, and that drives a, ma- that drives a mad rush for the exits. But the effect that this has had on the companies like GameStop and AMC has been profound. Their swollen share prices this spring promoted them to issue more shares to the public, which have proven willing to scoop them up. This has allowed GameStop and AMC Entertainment to pay down heavy debt loads and improve their balance sheets, while both of these companies will undoubtedly see improvements in their businesses as movie theaters open and we go back to the mall, they face the recovery as much better financial position. They face this recovery in a much better financial position. Okay, so AMC is, in my opinion, an example of all movie theaters. Now, they don't own all movie theaters, but they represent all movie theaters in my head. And GameStop represents all retailers that uh, sell video games in my head. So those are two things that obviously the population are big fans of. So I like this. This is them saying, screw you to the big banks, as I've already said, and to the hedge funds. But what this is going to allow GameStop and AMC to do is to improve. GameStop has already told us that they are going to go online. They are going to eventually become a virtual company. Again, I don't know how they're going to compete with Amazon or with even Walmart or Target just because GameStop is notorious for hiking prices to absurd levels. I mean, I remember there was... um, Don't judge me for this, okay, guys? But there was this Snorlax plushie which is a pokemon and i think i was like 14 or something and i wanted it and i remember going in there and it was like the size of a pillow like a regular sized couch pillow so just a a throw pillow will you throw pillow have you and it was like 75 dollars i'm thinking to myself 75 dollars i know that took that must have cost eight dollars to make so they're just they do that i think because they're there's so few customers now that now they're hiking the prices and they need to make up for it, but that's just not a good look. And so I always roll my eyes when I go into GameStop or if I have to if I have to deal with GameStop in any way. It's just I don't know why they have to charge such high prices. Um, but anyways, this is going to be a good good thing, and I, hopefully this will make the hedge funds stop shorting these companies that are they're representative of the large masses of people. How do how did the majority of people even find out that these hedge funds are shorting GameStop? How did they find out? Well, other than the fact that it's public information, they must like GameStop. And so they must be going and doing their own research and looking into um, who is doing this to GameStop. And they probably looked up the specific hedge funds and they probably said, you know what, we don't like these guys. We're not going to let them make money off of other people's loss of money and we're going to bet against them. And you know what? I think that that's beautiful. <laughs> I think that that is a camaraderie of the little man against the big man. So big fan of that. And guys, you guys could do this with any stock. You guys can bet against any single stock uh, as long as there's a market for it. But usually, usually there is. And there's also uh, investment vehicles that you can use 
to bet against or for in a leveraged way. What I mean by that is, is there's a three times, two times, maybe even more times than that, but like a two times ETF that tracks the S&P 500. And if it goes up 1%, you go up two times that. So you get two times the total return of the S&P. And the way they're able to do that is by using leverage. They're using shorts. They're using uh, puts, calls, etc., to be able to make that happen. Uh, and there's also inverse ETFs. So if you use the inverse and it, the stock market goes down 10%, you're going to go up 20%. So you would get the you'd get whatever the return is times two um, based upon the investment vehicle. I don't recommend those for anybody. I know a lot of people who have gotten really wealthy off of them, but it's you know that's a tough that's a tough go because then you're losing twice as much as well right whatever you whatever your reward is you got to be willing to risk it uh, so keep that in mind guys but pay attention to these GameStop and AMC news I'm excited for it and I can't wait to see what uh, Wall Street bets comes up with next all right guys that's it for today as always invest early invest often I will see you later. <laughs>